When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today she's all dressed up miss sarah frazier david i am west coast time baby i am not anywhere near the hamptons i am in michigan i'm outside detroit shout out to all our michiganders who listen and i'm headed to northern michigan tomorrow but i am east coast time baby we're back to being east coast time together listen it's 8 40 in the morning we have things to discuss. Now, before we even get into it, I have to tell you, a few weeks ago, you and I on air on the July 7th episode, we said, you know, hey, is there anyone out there that listens to us in their 20s? Shoot me a DM. Sarah, the DMs have exploded. They've been popping off. No, they said, hi, love you. I'm in my 20s. Hi, love you. I'm in my 20s. Sarah, we better start preparing every week because we are, we are, we are like in with the kids. I love this. We, we really speak to Gen Z. You and I do. You I know, mean, really? did, <laughs> did you ever know? I mean, really? I mean, we gave the shout out and like, you know how, like when you don't read the DMs, you're not really connected to someone yet. It goes into that other category. Mm-hmm. So I check the DMs in that request or whatever, and it's like 200. And I'm like, I started panicking. I'm like, oh my God, this is my worst nightmare. I have to shut down my Instagram. I've been hacked. Cause like, there's literally like two, I'm not joking. So <laughs> then I, cause you know, you know, it's that like, you know, if you want to increase your followers, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, oh this is crazy. So and stupid. then I went in there in one after another, after another. Hey, you said no one listens in their 20s. I do. I'm 27. Hey, I'm 23. I listen. So can you believe so we have to get on our game because the kids are listening and they are like, we're cool, Sarah. Oh my God. This is like, okay, wow. I've got to really step it up. I can't believe it. I'm like becoming my parents. So the fact that somebody 25 wants to like hear from us. Okay. I'm excited. Now, listen, I have to say, I mean, like Brian Carlos, let's give him a shout out. He's been apparently a listener from the beginning, which I I know because I, because I know Brian Carlos. So he's 27. Thank you, Brian. Then we have Brian Perez, who's 26, listening to your podcast religiously and watch all the Housewives, even the OC. I've actually responded to this Brian Perez and told him that 
that means you were 10 years old when this started. I mean, do you remember at 10 years old, the OG of the OC, Miss Gunvalson? Then we have like, and listen, we're not going to shout everyone out here, guys. We have like John Novella, Regina, Teresa. This one's 24. This one's this. Um, we have like a lot of people. We have Natalie Skiaka. We have all these people that are in their 20s that have responded uh, to my shout out for the DM. And listen, this wasn't just to get DMs. I truly, truly, truly need to apologize to like the 20 somethings because I did not think any of you listened at all. <laughs> we have, I mean, at least to, to this lovely podcast. So I am so excited that we are hip and cool and relate to the young audience. Okay. I'm going to have to start learning the music that's popular these days with the kids. That like Doja Cat, is that Doja Cat still popular? Yes, don't you love, I love Doja Cat. She's like my favorite. Oh my God. Oh, I love that Tyga song that she and Tyga do together. Oh my God, it's so great. It's like, I don't know, it's all about having sex or something. It's so, it's, Doja is like the, okay, I'm a Rihanna stan and I'm a Doja Cat stan. Like I, Doja is amazing. Well, Sarah, all of the 20-something-year-olds that are listening, Brian Carlos, who's been there from the beginning, and Brian Perez, and Natalie Skiaka, and everyone else, thank you. Thank you for coming here and being 20-something. And um, I'm so glad that Sarah and I can be the voice of the youth. These are are our future leaders, sweetheart. Okay, well, I don't know if we're like, okay. I mean, yeah, you know what? I'm going with it. Keep it going. Please go with it because I feel so good about myself because of this. Now, of course, when everyone listens to this, it's going to be a few weeks later, guys, because that's how it works behind the scenes. But a few weeks ago, we, you know, we never addressed that Erica told Garcelle's lovely Jack's to basically go fuck himself. I mean, she said, get the fuck out of here, but let's just, why are we getting caught up in semantics? So how do you feel about all of this? Oh my God. Okay. Um, Well, I mean, this has set off a firestorm, by the way, in the Bravo universe. Like, I mean, I have just been reading blog after blog, after comment, after comment, after comment. Okay. So this- I love that you're so prepared and that you do your homework. Oh, for you, David, I come- you know, a game, although, you know, it's hit or miss. Sometimes our 20 year old audience thinks we're prepared and other times they think we're dead fucking wrong. But anyhow. Um, okay. So here's, here's my whole take on this. When I saw this first, okay. of all, I, you know, I have a child now I have a 15 month old. I have been Erica and no one yet has told my child to fuck off yet, but I can tell you already, even like taking my son to the park, like if a kid like steals his toys, it's a little personal. So I totally get, it was way out of line, right? Like you should never tell someone's child ever get the fuck out of here. Now, right before I got married, um, one of Dan's cousins, she was like four years old at the time. I had been drinking all day on a wine bachelor at party and I was smoking, you know, a Marlboro light. And this kid was in my face. I took a huge drag. I blew it in her face and I told her to scram. Her parents were so upset. The next day I had to apologize to this kid. She was so upset. She'd never had cigarette smoke blown in her face, whatever. Anyway, I have been there. Parents take it very seriously. I do think because, you know, we obviously saw the scene with Kyle and Mauricio. How is Mauricio not getting shit? Mauricio was like, yeah, tell me. Uh, I I talked about this on my Patreon a few weeks ago with Kim D. I and I'll let you continue because I got a lot to say. 
I don't understand how Mauricio is not getting any shit either. I, I don't get it. How do people never come for Mauricio or PK? Anyway, I, I, I do think Erica is going through a lot. Clearly, I, I have said it a million times on our podcast together. Erica was in love with Tom. You know, they were going to the end. She was going to take care of him. She was in love with him. She was grateful for everything that he had done for her. Erica, I think, has put on a strong facade because she's had to, but she is in a lot of pain. And I think that she it's going to be very hard for her to find love again, because I think she did have true love with Tom. So I get that she's like blowing off steam. And I do think because I saw this comment somewhere else, you know, fast forward to the scene where Garcelle the next day is like, look, you drank too much. You should never tell my children to fuck off. Um, And it was kind of funny because she was like trying to have sex with Garcelle's older son. And then she tells the younger one, get the fuck out of here. And I thought Erica did an awesome apology. There was no stumbling. She was like, you're right. I was out of line. I'm sorry. I never should have done that. I drank way too much. And then Kyle kind of jumped in and was like, hey, you know, she, she's she been through a hard time. And then Garcelle was like, you shouldn't be defending her. I mean, in Kyle's defense, a good friend, like if it were you or me, I mean, a good friend should jump in and say, look, not excusing it, but she has been through a lot. And I think that's where this was coming from. And then Garcelle shut that down. And like, I don't know, the internet came for, I'm like, this is so dumb that you guys are coming for Kyle. Like, I, I get what they're saying. If it were Kyle's, one of Kyle's daughters, if it was Portia, I'm sure Kyle, it would be a whole thing. Kyle would be in tears. She'd be doing a split, whatever. But- The internet I, has read Kyle for filth. It's, don't you think that's ridiculous? Like, that's so well, ridiculous. here's the thing. This okay. is how I, I mean, feel. I, this is honestly how, and I did talk about this with Kim on Patreon. First of all, Oh, where do we begin? A, I don't know why no one is coming for Mauricio. I'll say that again. B, eh, people are kind of coming for Erica. Not really. I Kyle is getting the brunt of this. Now, I do feel that, I've said this before, and I'm not coming for her. Kyle is the sniper from the side. Kyle is, listen, I feel that the manipulative people on this show are Kyle, Rinna, I think Arcella is great at manipulation. And I think Erica and oh God, Rena. you know what I mean? Like to me, like Doree is not a manipulator. She's, and I'm not even saying this in a bad way. I just think Kyle is a sniper from the side. And I, and it's, it's, I not, it's not, a, no, I think Sutton is extremely authentic and it's not even a negative, but it's kind of like, listen, this is what I said again on Patreon. It's, it's, it's a little mean girls. I kind of have a completely different opinion than you do. It's a kind of, it's the Fox Forest Five. And we don't need to mention the person who's not on the show anymore. We have Dorit, we have Erica, we have Rena, and we have, we have Kyle. It's, to me, it is mean girls-ish because here's my whole thing. If Sutton Strack, we all know Sutton, she loves her fashion. She has parties in the back in a mud swamp. If Sutton Strack told Garcelle's child to fuck off, Kyle and Rinna and Dorit would be on a fucking witch hunt. It would be a witch hunt. Lisa Rinna would be screaming. There would be so many social media posts by Kyle and Lisa Rinna now about wanting to nail Sutton to a cross. It is a double standard. It's like, it's a little bit of this mean girls, Fox Force 5, it's because it was Erica and that's their girl. 
that's how I take it. And I don't know, like, why is Kyle getting involved in this? Like, I don't blame Garcelle. I don't. I mean, if I were having a conversation with you and, and someone else was apologizing, I'm like, we, we are actually getting somewhere. Because Erica was very sincere. Look, she's not, she's, that yeah, was sincere. I would be like, why are you involved in my fucking business? Like, this is my child and this is serious. And I, I, I mean, granted, why are you fucking discussing it in front of everyone? I mean, the producers probably are making you. But I, I would have been like, you got to stay the fuck out of this. I actually agreed with that from Garcelle. And listen, I don't want children. I don't like children. I see I, 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 I am... The thought of me just talking about this and the thought of even someone suggesting I have a child makes me hyperventilate. Um, but I have a lot of friends with children and I know that you don't, even if you blink one little eye out of the corner in a wrong way to someone's child, you will be decimated. Like I, as much as I hate children, I have a lot of friends with children and I know that you bow to the fucking altar. You get your knee pads on and you bow to the altar. Well, you know, it's, I think it's just in almost all situations, you know, it's always like the kids are, you know, kind of hands off, right? The kids are always like a neutral ground. Um, I guess I, it's funny. We do have a different opinion because I don't see Kyle as such a manipulator. I don't know. I mean, she's a pot stirrer for sure. You know, like I think she loves obviously the tea, you know, she loves to stir the pot a little bit. And, you know, I don't think it's any secret at this point, you know, Rena, Erica, um, you know, Kyle, Kyle. they are kind of ride or die. I mean, it is the four of them. And I'm sure it is very hard for Garcelle and Sutton, although like I love both of them and um, Crystal, you know, I think it is hard for them to come into that mix. I think they're doing a great job holding their own. Cause I don't, I think there's no doubt. And like, there's just so much Hollywood history with Rena, um, with Kyle, you know, I mean, they have a lot of clout in Beverly Hills. So I do think you're right. Like there is that dynamic, but I just, I don't see Kyle as this, like, I don't see Kyle as malicious. Like I just, I don't get where like this like blew up on Kyle, but Mauricio is not involved. And I do think, you know, it was interesting. Like Dorit doesn't really go against Kyle, but I think when Kyle was like, can you guys believe she told, you know, like how funny was that? I mean, I think you saw from Dorit. Yeah. Like Dorit was not comfortable with it. You know, didn't really call her out, but wasn't comfortable. I think that was obvious. PK, PK and Mauricio are like, they don't give a fuck about any of these women. They don't care. They don't care about the kids. Mauricio is like, this is funny. I mean, that's the thing. Like, listen, Kyle, when she says this is, this is my whole thing too. And I'm not, I'm not copy for, I'm just saying when she talks about the editing of it, when she's like, cause she did, she has said, you know, I was saying it was really funny that Erica was drunk. Not that she said this. Well, two things. First of all, you know that in this scenario that this is going to be chopped up and this one hour conversation is going to be three minutes of screen time. You know how this works. So when someone brings up Erica telling this 14 year old to go fuck himself, you know that every word out of your mouth should be like, I can't believe this. And oh my God, like whatever, even if you're talking about something else, you know how it's going to be edited. You are, this is not season three, sweetheart. So I and I still don't understand how when Mauricio's like, I'm so glad she did it. It's so funny she <laughs> did it. Okay, he could be saying it's so funny she got drunk, but that's not really what I don't know how you could blame that on editing. I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate. 
I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority. And I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. You guys know I work from home and because of that, I travel a lot and I'm never in one place for very long. And that's why when it came to my mental health, the only option I could see was Talkspace. Talkspace is kind of like having a therapist in your pocket. I personally, and you too, can reach out to your therapist or psychiatrist anytime from anywhere. And it just makes taking care of mental health so easy. When I'm away and I need to talk to my therapist, I just send a message from wherever, you know, I can work through things. It's so easy. You can sign up online and basically start therapy the same day you sign up. You can text, video, or send voice messages to your licensed therapist. So it's just easy. It's convenient. It's literally like you don't have to leave your home. And it's also, I mean, this is the greatest part, I think. Well, one of the greatest parts, it's affordable. It's a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. Instead of waiting for an appointment, you can send unlimited messages 24 seven, they'll engage with you literally, you know, any day. So listen, as a listener of this podcast, you get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com. Make sure to use the code VELVET to get $100 off of your first month and show your support for the show, right? That's nice. That's VELVET and Talkspace.com. Well, I see how you could blame it on editing because I think they're right. They probably were sitting there having drinks and had a 30 or 40 minute conversation about Erica in this situation. And to your point, it got cut, it got shaved and cut down. And, you know, Mauricio was probably saying, like PK said, you know, if anybody deserves some time to like blow off some steam, it's her. Like she deserves a moment. And Mauricio was probably like, yeah, good for her. Good for yeah, her. I'm for glad she did it. You yeah. Know? But I mean, for Mauricio not to get, that, this is what just drives me insane about the internet is like it, it, everybody gets an opinion and the opinions don't always make any damn sense at all. It's like, it's so weird. I mean, I think the person that's the happiest about this is Rena because it's like, suddenly we forgot all about Rena's Instagram posts. And it's like, now we're on to Kyle. And it's like, I just, I keep looking at all the hate she's getting. And I'm like, okay, did she like, destroy someone's right. I mean, it's just so fucking weird to me how people like on the internet, cl like clam on people some... love a witch hunt. I mean, listen. Love a witch hunt. it's just so dumb to me. I'm just, I, I don't know. To me, I'm over it. I, I thought Kyle's explanation was great. And like, I, I just don't get how she's the one being read. But, okay. People love a witch hunt. I hate a witch hunt. I don't like, I don't, I don't get offended by anything. I'm over things. Me I mean, in my real life, it takes so much to get me to snap. I actually did snap yesterday. We don't need to get into it, but it's, it takes so much to get me there. And I did snap. And then like two hours later, someone's like, oh my God. And I was like, okay, what? That was two hours ago. I am 
so over the, I mean, I did tell you to go fuck yourself pretty hardcore over and over, but like that was like an hour ago. I'm totally, you're great. I, I don't care. So I get over things within with three you. minutes. Like that's just me. So I don't like get outraged or just, I don't have that personality. I don't know. The world has like a lot of real problems, but listen, I agree. we're now seeing a lighter, gentler, very pleasantly edited Erica and people aren't really nailing her to the cross as much as they used to. They still do. So Kyle, the good news is we'll get over this. I think if she's on the fence of wanting to come back or not, I think this could be her like, you know, it's just time. But I mean, I've got other people that are like, don't kid yourself. Kyle's not going anywhere. And I, I listen, she's not getting fired. And I don't think she's walking out the door and quitting anytime soon. I could see Kyle eventually saying, I'm going to take, I'm going to leave, but only like one season. And then her saying like, okay, that was dumb. I'm going to come back. I still stand by. I think Dory is the one on the chopping block after this. I think for the same reason Jackie Goldschneider was, it's like when you have a very tight group of people like Jackie and Margaret and Melissa that will never go against each other. You got to mix it up. I mean, I think this Fox force five, which is four on the show I still think Dory is going to be the one that's on the chopping block. Love her. Don't wish it upon her. That's I'm sticking to that. I'm sticking to my opinion. Um, well, I think, you know, I don't think you're wrong still. I think you think I'm right. And by the way, you like mentioned Rinna and how it's, yeah, Rinna had this whole thing with Dubai and she posted her apology I mean, how, and now we've all moved on. I mean, she's basically saying like, I'm grieving. I'm grieving. Now, a lot of people have come for her and said, how dare you use Lois's name as an excuse? And people got really upset. I mean, it's her mother. I think she could use her name how she wants. Oh, totally. But I only find this interesting because I enjoy the back um, semantics of this. So do we think... Because Rena sort of, you know, after that whole thing about Dubai, you know, if you want, if you want to watch paint dry, go watch Dubai, which I'm sure you and I will talk about it. But by the way, I mean, the ratings are so low. I mean, it ain't good, honey. So it ain't good. Um, so, you know, OK, there was that back and forth. But then Rena kind of doubled down again and was it like put up another post about basically like you can have all your opinions about me, but like, screw you, like. I'm still going to say what I want to say. So she sort of kind of. Yeah, she said she said something like "Go literally had the word fuck in it. She's like, you know, if you all don't like this, fuck off. Which was basically in response to, you know, her argument is Garcelle is an even player on the show. We all come for each other. And every time we come for Garcelle, it is not racist. It's not labeled racist. If you want bland vanilla, nobody fights. Go watch Dubai. And then, of course, they said, you know, whatever. Everybody from Dubai dragged her. Um which was great for ratings for Dubai, by the way, but I don't know if it's going to help at this point. But I, I, my point is, why do you think Rena posted? Because Rena knows exactly, to me, she's a genius. She knows exactly what oh, she's yeah. at. So do you think that was Bravo calling and saying, okay, look, we, we get your point, but we don't want any more race talk. But let's just, you know, apologize or whatever, take these things. Cause I mean, she deleted posts on her IG and then use the whole grieving thing. Or do you think it was just maybe personally, she got a lot of backlash and she really is grieving and she just lashed out. 
These are really tough questions. Now, here's the thing. I still don't understand why did you, I don't understand the Dubai reference. I don't get it. I, I really don't get it. I don't. Why Dubai? Why not OC? Why not New York? Why not what? So like, is it well known that Dubai is supposed to be a boring franchise? Is that like a well-known thing? Do you I understand why? Did, why? I don't understand. I thought she did it because Dubai is being aired at the same time that Beverly Hills is. And right after it can't really hold a candle to what's going on in Beverly Hills. Uh, that's kind of what, I mean, to me, it's like, why are you going to bring up New York? We don't even know where New York stands. That's right. like not even a franchise anymore. OC is done. Nobody's talking about the OC. Nobody. So I, I thought Dubai was like, I thought it was a good dig, but also maybe, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how calculate. I mean, I think you can go down the rabbit hole of thinking, oh, this is calculated. That's calculated. Um, I, I agree though. I think Rena knows exactly what she's doing. I think there's no, um, here's the only thing is like, she's not a newbie. So I could see Bravo calling her and her being like, um, fuck off. I am not using my mother as an excuse and posting. I don't know if Rena is so manipulatable to post something when she doesn't want to. I mean, she's the second oldest on this show as far as length of time after Kyle. Like, Rinna's the second OG on the show. If you want to go in, in order, she's never going to be fired. She's not going to be fired. So I don't know if Rinna would say, okay, let me post this. I think she would say, go fuck yourself to Bravo. So Be- what like Bethany could do that, like LVP, like there's people that just say like, you know, I'm not Southern charm season one, you know, okay. Like, let me do what I'm told. I think right now I'd be like, go fuck yourself. Okay. So, so what do you think changed for her to post that? Or do you think she- maybe the backlash? Cause look, I mean, at the end of the day, Rinna cares about Rinna beauty. She cares about RHOBH paycheck. She cares about Amelia's paycheck. She cares about Delilah Bell's. So I think maybe she's like, I better backtrack and soften this. And, you know, mm, that's a good point. Yeah. I forgot about Rena beauty. You know, I mean, that's, Rena beauty is a real thing, honey. I mean, like really. So, but look, she issued the apology and I don't know where we go from here, but she, that's a far cry from her post before, but she's like, if you don't like what I'm saying, um, go fuck yourself. And I see all your comments. And I said this about Dubai and all of them could go fuck off and all of you can go fuck off. I actually don't care. Fuck off is really what she said. No, I mean, look, the reality is that's how we know she really feels. You know, that's how, I mean, I think without a doubt, that's how, that's exactly how she feels. I also think at this point, I, I used to think that to some degree that maybe Kyle and Lisa and Erica had, were friendly perhaps with Garcelle off the show and maybe Sutton, but I, I actually don't believe they are. I mean, you know, Kyle kind of skirted around. She's never, she hasn't spoken to Garcelle since the whole airing of, you know, that scene where she was kind of laughing about what Erica said to Garcelle's son. And then she blamed it on the time change. I mean, we all know you could send a text, you could send an email, you could, you know, leave a V, you know, I mean, send a voicemail. Hey, you know, Garcelle, it's Kyle, whatever, you know. I, I think it's pretty obvious. There's no love. Lo- I, I, I don't think they like each other. I think they all know that they make good television together. Um, Garcelle and Sutton are friends and. Yeah. And Crystal, I guess. I think, I think Crystal's a part of that group. Um, but I just think there's no love loss, which is really obvious between Garcelle. I mean, I, I don't think Renna likes Garcelle. I think, I think Renna knows Garcelle is great for the show, but 
I think we know how Rena really feels. Um, I feel Garcelle and Sutton are just two great additions. You know, I mean, they've been around two, three, four, see, whatever, but like they're still new compared to, they're both, they're both great. They're, they're not going anywhere. Garcelle and Sutton are doing the job. They're awesome. Yeah, I love them. I think and I think Crystal is probably, I don't know if they would just let Dorit go. I think they would let someone else go with her. And I think Crystal is in the second seat of danger. That's my opinion. If we have to pick a second person. Yeah. Kyle, um, Diana, I mean, it's just that, you know, Diana Sutton, Kyle Sutton, Sutton's authentic. And I've said that before and everyone's probably tired of me saying it, but she's not acting quirky. Sure. A little different than some of us. Sure. But it's, it is all authentic. And so, I mean, that's why I like her, whether you love her or hate her, she's just, she's not manipulating the situation like when diana was like i don't believe you i mean i have to say for everyone who hates diana she's not going anywhere she's not getting fired i'm sorry i know you always say that you always say that i don't think so she's not look what she's bringing everyone's talking about her and i will say i think next season when she comes back she's going to get a favorable edit you watch you oh, I, I am sorry. Yeah. The most hated, yeah. one of the most hated housewives in the history of housewives is Erica Jane. And if they can go from that, I'm not saying people love her, but no one's really hating on her this season. Trust me, the power of the edit, they're going to do Diana right. They're not just going to say, come back for the whole world to hate you again. They're going to come back and give her an edit. That is just like, who is this woman? Watch, you just watch. Yeah. I'm not Bethany. I don't know everything. I am wrong. You don't need to DM me and say you're wrong because I'm admitting that I'm wrong like all the time, but I, I don't think I'm not wrong about this stuff. So just watch. I know you guys love listening to my five day a week celebrity interview podcast, but guess what? I found another podcast that interviews even bigger names and does so way more professionally than I do. Honestly, they do. Listen, it's called The Envelope. It's a celebrity guest podcast from the LA Times. That's right, LA Times, guys. And they cover award seasons in Hollywood and the entertainment industry. The first six episodes are available to binge now. That's right, right now. And let me tell you about these guests. I am so jealous. Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Jennifer Coolidge, David Harbour from Stranger Things, Jessica Biel. Oh, and they get so deep and in-depth with their interviews. They really go there. Listen, these six episodes kept me so happy. Six hours of pure bliss. So listen, download and listen to the latest episodes of The Envelope anywhere you get your podcasts. And you can thank me later. Happy listening. All right. I love it. Big, big R-H-O-B-H week. Speaking of Bethany, speaking of Miss Frank. Oh my God. Okay, go on because I I didn't understand a lick of this. Go on. So Bethany, what? She's now, she's on her TikTok and she's, you know, doing this video and saying, this is why I left Roni, which mind you, I thought we talked about this. I thought we've had this grand statement before. I mean, she's basically saying like, 
You know, for all of you that say I left because of money, I didn't leave because of money. I left because I wanted to. I believe that. And she's like, if I stayed, I would have stayed for money only. I be- So I believe that. That I believe. Like, she didn't want to be there. She definitely didn't want to be there. So she would have stayed for money. They would have said, here's a number you can't say no to because everyone has a price. I have a lot of prices, guys. Give me money. Name your price. I'm going to say yes. Um, so she stayed for, she would have stayed for money. I get it. And she's like, I didn't leave because of money. That's what you all have wrong. I left because I basically hated it there. I believe that. Then I agree with you. It got very convoluted and it didn't make any I mean, sense. I didn't even gather. I don't know if you want me to play like, I mean, you could, cause I mean, I, I, I read it and I could, she's basically also saying like the, there's a clause that was put into the contract, which is really because of Lisa Vanderpump and meaning leaks. If I had stayed, it would have been because of the money. I left because I wanted to leave. I was ready to leave. Can you even hear it? Yeah. Deal point. As a my technicality. Excuse. It's like no one gets that. Someone very close to me. And I went to work when the show came back. I didn't want to. Pros play hurt. I'm a professional. I show up on time. I deliver. That's my reputation in business. So there was a new point and this new deal term was because of housewives in different cities who just decided not to film because they didn't like other people because they were at odds. So they decided not to film. So it affects the quality of the show. So this became something where they had to add this into all contracts, just like the Bethany clause named after me. This new point said that if you don't appear in an episode, then you won't be paid for it, which does make sense. It just doesn't make sense for me because I already knew that the production company said we'd never air an episode without you. They told me that directly. I have receipts. And I already knew that I'm a professional and there would just there would just be no situation where I wouldn't show up for work. But sometimes these little things, if you're thinking of leaving, you don't want to be there. You know, I'm the type of person that one thing will give me an excuse. So I said no. And the reason for that term was housewives in other cities who weren't filming. They just decided not what? to film. And Do you know? Okay, okay. It rambles on after First this. of all, she's also feeling herself about the Bethany clause, but okay, girl. I mean, there is a clause named after her. No, but basically there's that clause that's like the Nene leaks, like Lisa Vanderpump clause where like Nene got like millions of dollars her season and never showed up and was in like five episodes and, and Lisa Vanderpump didn't show up. So they changed it now. They changed it. The contracts are changed because of Nene and Lisa where it says like, you know, if you decide not, to, you're not in an episode, the episode airs that week and you are not there because, you know, Lisa won't film with Kyle or Nini won't film with whoever, you're not getting paid. So whatever, so it's like paid per episode. And it comes out to like, you know, Candy makes 2.8. It comes out to your regular salary, but any week you don't want to film and be in the episode at all, you are going to be docked your pay. And it's really because of Lisa Vanderpump and Nini. But she's actually saying, well, I never missed an episode because players play hurt. Those, that was her exact words we just heard. Yes. And I never missed an episode. And Dennis died and I was, and so, but I would never miss an episode. So therefore she would never get docked the money. So you should just sign this because like, it doesn't apply to you if you're never, like I'll never miss a show. I mean, I've done this show through COVID twice. I've done this show through, you know, a little nip and talk here and there. Hello. We have to keep ourselves looking young. Like I will, I am one of those people like truly, 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 unless I have food poisoning or like my leg is cut off or, you know, my sister was just hit by a car and is on her deathbed. Like I show up. So I, uh, to me, if there was a clause, so she's saying like, 
I'll show up no matter what. So then why does this clause matter? She's saying it's almost like her argument is like, I don't wrong. get wait a minute. I don't understand the argument because she's saying she got she quit the show on a technicality. So what was the technicality that, that you don't she see? didn't want this clause? Because this clause is now in every housewife's contract that okay. you will be docked. Say she's making two million dollars. You will be docked. So two million divided by 10. Let's just keep it easy. Two hundred thousand an episode. So if you are not in last night's episode of R.H.O.N.Y. because you said, I hate you know, Ramona, and I'm not going to, you know, the Berkshires to Dorinda's to film. I'm not going. Well, the episode comes out and you are nowhere to be found on the episode. That happened with Nene and Lisa Vanderpump a lot. So they change it. So if you're making $2 million, just keeping it simple, and there's 10 episodes and you make 200,000 an episode, you make zero for that episode. Your salary is now 1.8 instead of 2 million. You see what I'm saying? So she's like, I'm not signing that. Because I'm not going to be talking, but she's saying I will show up no matter what. So really, girl, you don't have to worry about this clause because she just said I will show up. That was that she's saying and that this thing, that clause will never apply to me. So she was just mad that it was in there because it will never apply to her. I argue the opposite as a lawyer. If it's never going to apply to you, just sign it. Who cares? You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's never going to apply to you, like if someone said you're going to be doctor paid, David, if you don't show up to do the recording, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll sign that. That's not my sticking point because I'll never miss this show for these <laughs> lovely 20-somethings that listen here every day. So her argument is, but she's saying like, I don't know. I was just pissed off. And now the production company is saying, well, we would have like waived that clause for you or she's saying that, which is really just another reason. Here's my thing. She didn't want to be on, right. She just didn't want to do the show anymore. Right. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I understand a a little clause that sticks. I would be like, I'm not signing this one. He was good. Like for me, like when you and I are talking about ads and ad sales and not to give people a look behind the curtain, but I will never sign an exclusive. You want me to advertise for this? You want me, when you want an exclusive, and I've said, absolutely not, go fuck yourself. And then they come back. Oh, we'll still advertise. Great. I'm not doing an exclusive. Are you fucking kidding me? So like- with like a company. So if there's something that's really going to affect your bottom line, you're like, I'm not signing this. If it's not relevant, just sign it. There's a lot of clauses I read and I'm like, all right, well, this will never apply to me. I don't like it in here, but who cares? So her argument is like, um, this will never apply to me, but it just pissed me off. It doesn't make sense to me. Does that make sense? Thank I don't think so. You. You're looking I, at me like I'm crazy. No, I watched this video and I felt the same thing. I just thought, this is like, why are you even posting this video? I, I, I don't understand. Well, I don't think the, the general public cares. The general public doesn't understand contracts or technicalities. So, and, and I do go back to what it's funny because a couple episodes ago, I think you were talking about this, about how like Bethany says she wants nothing to do with the show. Then we hear her like, I just, I, and I look, I'm guilty of doing this in my own career at times because I was associated with a radio show in DC that was very, very popular that people still remember. But to me, Bethany just throws it out there, the housewives out there to just remind people that she was still like a major player and use it to just like fuel the fire and grow publicity. But it's just at this point, it's like you, I I don't know, to me, it's like you can't believe her. Like, I want nothing to do with it. Oh, hey, I'm going to drop this video of why I didn't do it. You know, it's just but I have also been guilty of that because the truth is people I think even more than skinny girl stuff. I, I mean, like, I even forget. I'm like, oh, did Bethany do skinny girl? 
like people are always going to know her. that was her moment of fame. Like that yeah. is what you know her for. And even though she's, try, you know, and she's trying to promote this book. So, you know, she just keeps recycling these stories to any, I mean, it is genius, but also it's like, I just watched that video and I was like, I, one, no one gets this. And two, I don't care. I agree. Like, you know, when people come on my show, these women get read for filth, which is my new sentence. I've used it like 13 read times in the sentence, but you know, people are like, well, why is she still talking about the show? You know, I'm like, I called this person on, like I, they're on a podcast and I'm asking questions. I, again, I will let you know that every single housewife that is no longer on the show that comes on my podcast, they would be thrilled, thrilled to spend an hour where I talk about their new business and their kids and their mother and their dog and not have one housewife's question. I swear to you, let me tell you what happens behind the scenes, everybody. They don't want to talk about it. So when everyone says, why is she talking about it? You know, Tiffany Moon and Gretchen Rossi. And I mean, I'll go down the list of all the exes. I have all the exes on. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to talk about it. This is behind the velvet rope. We are a major. They all come on because I stalk and I make them come on and that they don't want to. People are friends with me and they still don't want, they don't want to talk about it. And then they begrudgingly do it like a Carol Raswell. And then it goes viral and they're in fucking 13 headlines and they, you know, they're, I think they feel like, but so nobody wants to talk about housewives. They don't. Bethany is not on a podcast. She's sitting at home with her own phone. Shop, I agree with you, girl. You obviously want to talk about this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I, I think I like think the hard. people I have on, trust me, they don't want to. They I, I get can we have just two questions and this. I've I've had people say like no questions. And I'm like, girl, you're not coming on with no questions about the housewives. No one gives a fuck about your new business. Sorry. Like, well get that in there, but we have to talk about, yeah. you know, Brooks has cancer and, you know, Vicki Gumbleson doesn't like family dance. And so, you know, I think no, but so that's the thing. I, I agree with you. Why is Bethany sitting there with this phone in the comfort of her own home? Girl, you're talking about it a lot. And I mean, if it's to promote a book, great, but I agree. Nobody, you are probably, you are the number one housewife ever. You have won the game. You've won. No one else will ever do what you've done. You have moved on. You have real businesses. Unlike all these other people that need, you know, the, the, the paycheck, you don't need it. You've won the game, sweetheart. So I don't understand it either. We're never going to forget that you came, you saw, you conquered, you destroyed, well, and you I slayed. Think, I think she needs to promote the book. And, you know, if you follow her on TikTok, I mean, she now does all these makeup reviews. Um, I actually, I, I like them. I think they're really great because she's very honest, um, which I think is most of the makeup creators start out honest on TikTok. And then of course, you know, they're paid endorsed to endorse things for thousands of dollars and then they give up, you know, fake review or whatever. Um, but I, I just think it's, you know, she's like a lot of people see these makeup reviews and they're like, oh, Bethany's going to launch a beauty line. That's exactly what this is. And I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, Bethany is very, very smart when it comes to business. But I think she knows when she when she puts the title up of why I left Housewives, that's going to, you know, people don't care. I mean, I actually do care because I want to buy her book, this latest book. I think I don't know what it is about business or something. Um but I think she's just genius. I think she's going to keep talking about it and appearing at award shows and taking a lifetime achievement award or whatever, because um, it's good for publicity, really. I, I It promotes her other projects, don't you? Otherwise, 
I, you know, I don't know if people care about the book, you know what I'm saying? Without the attachment to housewives. Yeah. No, look, a, a, a video titled why I left housewives. Yes. Right. She's not stupid. Like, I mean, you, you and I are in the business. We, we know how to title things like that's, there's nobody that's not clicking on that. It's Bethany Frankel on her own personal platform talking about this. Sign me up. Um, I also don't mind a little, you know, I mean, look, I'm self-confident. Like I don't, there's the difference between confidence and arrogance. So yeah. I don't mind her, you know, saying the Bethany clause. I mean, I just trashed her for it, but like, I don't mind confidence in business really. Yeah. Um, but Bethany, we know you're the greatest. You're not coming back to the OG show. I mean, you know, like I get it and, and, and you don't need to, and you left. And uh, do I think she's going to have a uh, makeup line? Yes. She's posting Bryn, mother, daughter. Bryn has her own fashion. Do I think there's going to be tween, tween Bethany skinny girl clothes? Yes, I think it's all coming. I think the Bethany domination of the products in the world, we're just getting started and bravo and more power to you and get your coins. Um, before we wrap up. Yes. Before we wrap up, I just want to say that someone else with Bethany is on TikTok. And that is me. Now, everybody, let's take it full circle. All you 20-somethings, Brian Carlos and, and, and everyone else I gave a shout out to, guess mm-hmm. what? Behind the Velvet Rope is on TikTok. So everyone just, can you like, please take a minute and just go and like, just follow us. You don't have to ever check it out. You don't have to ever comment. We're on YouTube. You can watch the videos there. The only place you get the full episodes is on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere else. So keep listening because otherwise you're not going to get all this. But can you just at least follow Behind the Velvet Rope on TikTok? Can, can you at least do that? Because you're all a bunch of 20-somethings. Um, I love it. I okay. would appreciate it. Um, well, guys, we're going to talk about a lot next time. Don't worry. Uh, we spent a lot of time on Beverly Hills, but um, where can we find you, Sarah? Well, I was going to say I'm on TikTok as well. No, you know, oh. I talk mostly TLC shows. Like I have my I love know. Bravo. You and I have bonded over podcasting and Bravo. But for the most part, I talk TLC, um, 90 Day Fiance. I love a mama's boy. Um, welcome to Platteville. At the Sarah Frazier Show on TikTok, I release new podcast episodes seven days a week, lots of times with breaking TLC news, um, which I actually have some juicy stuff on a 90 Day Fiance couple, Patrick and Thais, that are on this season. So just go to the Sarah Frazier Show everywhere podcasts are played. Patrick and Thais. And hey, one day there's going to be a TLC show that I'm going to get into. And then I'm going to come on to Sarah Fraser show every day. We're not there yet. I'm trying. I'm keeping my eyes open. So far, the TLC, the thousand pound sisters, the 90 day life and this and that, you know, I'm I'm, I'm trying, but I'm not there yet. But anyway, we're going to be back. Love everyone behind the velvet rope on TikTok. All you 20 somethings, please, whatever you're doing, just right. go and follow. All right. Keep in touch. Love you, David. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review. 
because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.